You know, every time I look in the mirror, I think I'm a clone now. Mm-hmm. I always feel like there's two of me just hanging around. What's two of me? It's a show by Chris and Neil with all great movies. They are the real deal. We watch them all so you don't have to. It's movies that don't suck and some that do. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to a new episode of Movies Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. I'm Chris. And today we're going to talk about two, yes, count them, two, maybe 442 uh, movies. Yeah. I mean, we'll mention no, probably two. that many, right? Just two. No, just, just two, two but we'll mention other ones too, right? We got but, yeah, we'll talk about some other ones, and then we'll talk about that one, and then we'll talk about that other one, about the one, and the other one. But okay. the two that we're talking about today, uh, um, first, a Netflix movie that is getting all kinds of love across the world, um, a comedy uh, sci-fi comedy? Yeah, it's I guess. A sci-fi. Yeah, 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 sci-fi. Sci-fi comedy? Yeah. Sci-fi comedy? Uh, called They Cloned Tyrone, uh, featuring the man himself, Finn, from Star Wars, even though we don't have that kind of clip because that would cost us a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> John, wait, 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 wait. It's all up and cold. It's a wait. Brian. What do I need to do to get the attention that I need right now? Right now! Right now, ma'am! Brian. Brian, calm down. Calm down. Is this what I need to do? No, we're gonna... We're gonna take care of this. what I need to do? Okay. Okay. Is this what you need? Is this all the motivation you need to get me what I need? You have hostages in here, ma'am. Hostages and they scared. Brian. They scared for their damn lives. Brian. I need a phone call. Brian, you have my undivided attention. I don't need your undivided attention. I need the attention of the VA, not you. That's from Breaking. Yeah, that's a good I was one. Right? Say that's yeah, that's a good movie. Uh, John does a good job, man. Uh, he gets too much shit for Finn. Um, <laughs> From the start, I don't know why people give him shit for Finn. He's I have good. no he's, idea. I like I like Finn. He's a, he's a he's a fine character. Great Star Wars movie. I don't know why everybody else didn't like it, but whatever. Um, also in this movie, uh, the now healthy, one hundred percent back to life, Jamie Fox. You know what? Don't think that I don't appreciate everything you guys have done here, Jerry. I did. I mean, I'm very proud of the work that we've done here together. But Atlantic has done pretty good money wise on my records, haven't they? Yes, we've done very well, Ray. Yeah, you were the ones that taught me that making a record is business and find the best business deal that you can. Now, 75 cents of every dollar and owning my own masters is a pretty damn good deal. Can you match it? Yeah, that's from Ray. Yeah, no shit, really? Academy Award winning <laughs> uh, performance of Jamie Foxx from Ray. Academy Award winning performance by Jamie Foxx. Yeah. Also in this movie, uh, Tiona Paris, everyone. This ain't no joke. Yo, tired dicks just want a Viagra poke. Dude, this is about life and death, about a community that's a wreck. And you want to sit here and talk about how women behave? Fool, we trying to free these slaves. 
Slaves to the madness, slaves to this violence. And what, you just want us to silence? We gonna make sure these fools put down these guns and stop thinking that this craziness is fun. You see, we women, we understand that life is about more than polishing your knobs. Saving lives, that's our job. It's about bringing an end to this strife and giving the hood the true meaning of life. From Chirac, or Chirac. From 2015. Yeah. Oh, okay, I was yeah, gonna yeah. say, is that from if Beale Street could talk? And, uh, was, yeah, man. She's also. I, thought, I was man, trying to find the clip from uh, Dear White People, which is a great, great movie, but uh, I couldn't find it. So, yes, that's <laughs> an amazing movie as well. So, if you guys get a chance, to check that out. And the legend himself, who's been in a million things over his life. I don't even know how many movies the guy's been in at this point. I probably could look it in up. like sixties, but the one, the only. Yeah, I know. Um, the one and only. Keith or Sutherland. Yes, first. You don't like rice? Tell me, Michael, how could a billion Chinese people be wrong? <laughs> Come on. How are those maggots? <laughs> maggots, Michael. You're eating maggots, how do they taste? <laughs> Leave him alone. That's from Lost Boys. <laughs> yes, you know, like right when that came out. Also, Stand by Me was out around that time. Oh yeah, too. so like, he had just the shittiest, a, shittiest person on the planet. Had, <laughs> yeah, he was like the shittiest asshole guy. He was that guy for a little bit. But I mean, the dude. Okay, I just looked it up. It says over a hundred and four. Oh, and he has three coming up, so he'll be at 107. I like that Kiefer man. He's good. He's Jack Bauer too, you know. <laughs> so. I know Jack Bauer from you know, and he's a legend of how many movies I can't even. I mean, there's so many movies that, of his that he's like in I mean, everything. What Flatliners? I can yeah. think of he's off also, the top of my head. He's also an accomplished musician. Musician, so yeah, yeah, yeah no shit. Yeah. Um. And that is They Clone Tyrone. That'll be the first film we talk about today. The second film we talk about is the horror movie that literally everyone is talking about. I this watched week. so it's many a, YouTube videos on it too. But yeah, yeah, so many people have been talking about this one. Um, they thought this would have been the one that he thrown uh, Barbie Hammer, but it didn't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it, it got up there pretty close. And that is Talk to Me. Um, featuring the debut as the main person in a film, uh, Sophia Wilde. Dude! Sorry. You almost squished my trifle. I said sorry, get over it. Oh yeah, well maybe if you looked where you are going, you wouldn't need to apologize. Fuck's sake. Even the fucking phones, seriously. Yeah, no, tell me about it. Okay, so we won't say too long. I don't mind. <laughs> well, you will. That's from a student film, but I, like, it was hard to find stuff for people. Um, and so, like, I wasn't able to get stuff that, you know, for uh, uh, Joe Bird or Alexander Jensen or or uh, or Miranda Otto, but I was able to find uh, Zoe Tarek's Haley's character. Uh, just so you know, uh, Zoe is uh, non-binary, and so the, the, the they them pronouns. And um, but I was able to find Zoe Tarek's, and this is her their their clip. Cannot go for more than 90 seconds. Am I clear? What happens after 90 seconds? Don't want to stay. 
Light the candle to open the door. Blow it out to close it. Put your hand on it. Now say, talk to me. So yeah, that's 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 the movie. Talk to me from, from the movie. They were yeah. talking to me, uh, and um, believe me, that movie we're going to talk about in depth here in a oh, little bit dude. because that that movie. I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna say anything right now. Yeah, yeah. But it, it's yeah. it's a horror movie. Um, a24 one of the top. Wasn't it one of the top three this weekend? Uh, like literally I will, not. I will take a look, but yeah, it, it was. It uh, it's it's got a huge United presence. For that, I mean, dude, like I went on a Tuesday, I think I went, yeah, and it was literally just like it was almost a packed house. Oh, yeah, and it was Tuesday in the afternoon. <laughs> I saw you last night, actually. Chris. Tell everybody where they can find us, buddy. <laughs> you can find us online, movies don't suck.net, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash news on podcast. We're at w2mnet.com. It's w number two, m is in movies, net.com. You can find our podcast there along with. Tons of others. They're pretty good. All of them pretty good. Um, you can find us on Twitter, or I guess, what is it, X now? Uh, at that Twitter place. X. 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 Uh, at NTS. triple X. Just X. Just X. NTS Podcast. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, NTS Podcast. We're also on uh, Patreon. Go to Patreon.com slash Movies Don't Suck. You'll find our stuff there. And if you guys want to throw a few shekels our way, Please, <laughs> we, we like money. Um, uh, yeah, in fact, yeah, we'll do extra. We'll see what happens. And then you go bonfire concert, shoes on, suck to something new. You'll find shirts with our logo on it, it comes and tons of other cool stuff Neil has made. We're also on, uh, and when you find podcasts on movies on, suck and something to do, if you want to, you want, you know, subscribe on Facebook or YouTube and all that shit, we're on Twitch as well. Uh, I'm not sure how most people listen to watch us, but yeah. Sorry, guys, I don't pay attention to that stuff. But, Neil, uh, who are we talking about today? Man, we like to support everybody out there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Today we are going to support one of my favorite local places here in the good old Tulsa neighborhood, and that is going to be Impulse Creations. Impulse Creations is one of my favorite comic books right here, comic book stores right here in the Tulsa area. They are located at uh, 8228 East 61st Street, uh, Suit 121, Tulsa, Oklahoma. You can go to their website, impulsecreations.com, where you can order comic books, action figures. I mean, they have everything. Like um, this past, uh, just a couple months ago, they had uh, Sam Weathers, if you don't, uh, Sam Witwer, I'm sorry, uh, who is the voice of Darth Maul in the Clone uh, Wars uh, cartoon. He also played Doomsday. He also played, he played in so many, he was in the Fallen, he's the guy, the Fallen Order, oh, I'm sorry, the Force Unleashed, the Force Unleashed Star Wars games character is based off. You can go buy autograph stuff from him right now. Uh, this is a store I went to, and I met Kevin Smith, you know, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, they have always have great uh, comics, and the people there are just so nice and friendly. Every time I go there, they hook me up with the comics I want and I need. And if they don't have it, they're like, hey, man, we don't have it, but we can look for it for you. We can mm-hmm. actually try to get it for you. And, I mean, wall-to-wall comics, one of the best places ever to get comics, merch, and just to go there and geek out and hang out. Seriously, Impulse Creations, Tulsa, Oklahoma, at eight two two eight East sixty first Street. But again, you can buy stuff from their store at impulsecreations.com. Yeah, I'm sure that 
uh, a lot of people just show up Tuesday to get their favorite new uh, issue. You know? Oh yeah, you can sign up for it. you can sign up for that online too. Oh, like shit. you can literally go to the website and just sign up for it, and they'll send it to your house. That's awesome. Like it, it's cool shit. It's a good place. Like I said, every time I've gone there, I've I've never made real friends with anybody there because I kind of like uh, sometimes when I'm in town here and I go out, I try to hide myself a little oh, bit. Oh, I'm because, I'm the same way, dude. I want to meet. Uh, well, I'm yeah, but you know, it, I, I work for some radio stations uh, yeah, yeah. And stuff like that here in town. So therefore, I try to always and by any means, just great guys every time I'm there. Seriously, again, Impulse Creations, go look them up. The great guys, awesome. I, I got, there's a record store in Dallas that I used to go to pretty consistently, and I, I didn't know that the guys didn't recognize me, but I was going in one day, and I was buying, checking out with one, you know, two or three records I got, and uh, usually they ask for your ID when you're paying for it, and it, he, I, the guy was like, the guy was, there's a guy stocking records, and the the guy was like, can you judge? He's like, no man, this year he guys here all the time. He's cool. <laughs> So I was just thinking about that, and I got and the same thing happens at the record store now. But I uh, I get kind of weirded out when I talk to people at a record store because I, I feel like they know more than I do. So I just I just <laughs> this is the way I like to think about everything, and I want everybody out there in podcast land, vol, uh, vlog land, wherever, um, to just take this advice from me. I think this is some of the best advice ever. Not. Everybody is not smarter than you. Everybody <laughs> is smarter than you at certain subjects, yeah, yeah. but you are still smarter than them at other subjects. Yeah. Like Chris, for example, uh-huh. you are a genius at music. Oh, like I love music, mm-hmm. but you love oh, yeah, I fucking do. music. I do. But you don't know a goddamn thing about pro wrestling. I don't. I know, but <laughs> and you, I can tell you, you everything. Yeah, you're an encyclopedia. So yeah, I'm an encyclopedia for pro wrestling. I'm an encyclopedia for comic books and shit like that. I think you and I are still encyclopedias when it comes to movies though, especially the recent ones. Yeah, and that's that's where our co where our co-love comes. And that's the thing, man. You can't you can't just put, you know, you can't just think of that, you know, hey, I as someone smarter than me, don't worry about it. Everybody is just human being. We're all just trying to survive this one turn around this big ball of water and land have a good time love each other and take care of each other and on that note let's talk some fucking movies let's talk they call tyrone <laughs> uh directed by jewel taylor jewel taylor this is their directorial like big movie like they, they've done short films like everyone uh but this is they wrote also they also the writer space jam new legacy and creed 2 and uh but this is their first big directorial debut and it's got it's 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 got people in it it was written by him, obviously, and a, a man named uh, uh, Tony Retton Mayer. This stars giant John Boyega as Fontaine. Wait, 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 wait. It's all up and cold. Also, Jamie Foxx as Slick Charles. You know what? Don't think that I don't appreciate everything you guys have done here, Jerry. I did. I mean, I'm very proud of the work that we've done here together, but Atlantic has done pretty good money-wise on my records, haven't they? Also, Tiona Paris is Yo-Yo. This ain't no joke. Also, Kiefer Sutherland is Nixon. Yes, first. No. Also, this stars uh, other people like David Allen Greer's in this as the preacher. Uh, it's got it's got people we recognize from everywhere. There's a bunch of bunch of like uh, character actors in this movie. Why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this one, Neil? And this is talk to me. No, this is a they coincide. I, I know. I'm just, I'm just fucking with you. 
<laughs> but I was getting holy shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll oh, go get a big oh, sandwich while we this one. <laughs> <laughs> a pulpy sci-fi mystery caper in which an unlikely trio investigates a series of eerie events, alerting them to a nuffish conspiracy lurking directly beneath their hood. Fontaine, a neighborhood drug dealer, shot dead by rival Isaac, and is very shocked to wake up in his bed the next morning unharmed. He and Slick Charles and Yo-Yo begin looking into the incident, and their search of Eventually leads them to a vast underground complex with where a government backed lab is performing experiments on the local black population. I'm going to stop there. Yeah, I yeah. feel like that's enough. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't want to over explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, I, I think the surprise factor, kind of like, um, sorry to bother you, mm-hmm. it, it needs kind of that surprise factor. Uh, this sort of has a sort of cadence like that, too, right? Did you get the sort of like the sci fi elephant, sorry to bother you, in this one, sort of kind of like this? Kind of similar in that aspect, right? Yes, exactly. I, I mean, like it almost. Um, it, man, uh, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I was in a bad mood when I went in and watched this movie, mm-hmm. and this movie made me laugh my fucking. Yeah, I was laughing. Ass off. I was laughing watching this. Movie. This movie is. Um, it's completely insane. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's completely insane. Uh, I don't even know how to explain this to people. I don't, uh, I, don't, I don't even know. I don't even know how to explain it. Let, let's try to do this the best way okay. we know possible. Um, Can I tell you my favorite? My favorite actress in this movie, actor in this movie was Tiana Paris. I thought she was fantastic. She was my, oh, as she was my favorite Yo-Yo character. Was dude. Great. Uh, oh, dude, Fontaine or John, um, <laughs> man, he was awesome as well. Uh, and, and Jamie Foxx like, was great too. I mean, like the, the three Jamie main Fox as a as a slick pimp. Yeah. Um, and man, I want to mention this movie I, has a weird retro futurism aspect. Like, there's like it's like it's like a world we don't live in, obviously. But in this one, like, it's weird. They got they got. Two televisions and fucking and fucking uh smartphones, you know, just like weird shit. Which is, I mean, it was cool. It was uh, it, it had a had a weird part to it, you know. Yeah, and it, it's just like man. And the thing is, the thing we're getting this week, I, I noticed, and this was on accident. We didn't mean to do this. Is that both movies is the directorial debut yeah. of. Both directors. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the other one's uh, Brothers, and this one is uh, Jewel Taylor. But, man, way to go, Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, uh, you know, if you got two movies like this coming out and hitting it out of the park, I, I it's like, why weren't these people on Project Greenlight? Right, right. <laughs> like, it's, it's ridiculous. Like, like we, saw these, we saw these two these two movies, I don't want to talk too much. Like, I don't want to like, take my hand, but we saw these two fantastic movies this week. And, um, and, uh, I, I, they come out, it came out kind of quietly. It came out like a couple weeks ago. It showed up. And then, uh, that Netflix did this. They like to build, like, they like to build on the network. You know, it's slowly creep up. They'll release it quietly. you not really say anything. And then next thing you know, two weeks later, it's number one on Netflix. You know what I mean? Like, well, and that's what they do. And that's, that's really cool. I think that's the way you, you know, to be honest, this movie started and it kind of what's the best way to say this is like a hood movie uh-huh. or a gangster movie mm-hmm. or, you know, uh, an urban movie. I don't know exactly how you want to call it. And I, I think, think, I apologize think mid-90s, anything, uh, mid-90s, anything I skip in it. 
like Minister <laughs> Society yeah. or Boys in the Hood yeah, yeah. or, you know, Juice or something yeah. like that, where it was just like it started off like that, where you're just like, OK, OK, I see where we're going. And then all of a sudden it just took this hard right turn. Yeah. Like, um, man, do not smack your hands yet when the elbow has a <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, uh, But it, it just took this right turn where you're just like. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And you gotta kind of just go with it, guys. You can't. You can't. You can't sit there and question too much about this, because um, if you do, then you're just gonna, you're, you're just not gonna have fun with it. And I think this is one of those movies you just need to shut the brain off, sit down, have a good time. I mean, by any means, there's this whole, after, uh, under you know related, um, what what I want to say this underline. Um, Theme, theme of the, the movie. Yeah, there, which there, you there, there, get there, it there after was, a while. Yeah, there's also there's also like both these movies had something to say this week, and like like then that's honestly I think there are some movies that had nothing to say like Step Brothers, but like like this one right here, both these movies had something to say, but they were both supremely entertaining at the same time. This movie's hilarious. It's it's kind of heartbreaking at points, and it's also mm-hmm. it's it's socially conscious and aware, and I've. I really like Bitcoin Tyrone. I really like this movie. And then it's just like, and then there's like a twist inside of a twist. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many twist. There's so many little twists here and there that are just like, oh, dude, that's awesome that you did that. Yeah. It's awesome you did that. Like there's so many smart decisions made in this film mm-hmm. that make it a great roller coaster and just to go on. Yo-Yo's character references some of the great, some of the great films too. Uh, stuff like 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 she'd use like sci-fi terms that you wouldn't think she, like hardly anyone fucking knows. <laughs> you know, like like so like I loved Yo-Yo's character. I loved Taylor Perry. I loved the character. I mean, I liked them all. But to me, Yo-Yo was the one of my favorite. Like the fake. Oh, Yo-Yo is one. I, I'm not gonna lie. Probably one of my favorite Jamie Fox uh, characters <laughs> ever, ever yeah. in all of cinema history. And I'm adding that like with Ray and all the award-winning shit he's ever done. Yeah. I I love Jamie Fox funny. Yeah. I love Jamie Fox funny. I like him serious too. It's like Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. You know, Robin Williams is amazing funny. Like he's amazing, funny, but when he gets serious and he does serious well, yeah. that's awesome too. Rest but this, yeah, Jamie Foxx was just hilarious. He was a great pimp named Slick. Like literally, yeah. Like I, I, I wanted, I wanted to hang out with Slick Charles. I want, I want to hang out with all four of them, all three of them. Right? I want to, <laughs> I, I don't want to hang out with Fontaine and Slick Charles and Toyo Yo. Like their chemistry together was so fucking palpable, and like yeah. it, it was just so. Just so fucking... You could do two sequels with just the three of them. Yeah. <laughs> Following them, going to places, figuring out things that I don't want to give away, but like them continuing this journey, and I would be about it all freaking day long. They were amazing. It was great, and uh, it was just so much fun. It was so much fun as a film and as a film watcher. And, I mean, there's... David Allen Guir made a, an appearance in this movie. It's always good. That you didn't even know it was David Allen Guir. Yeah, Guerre. until the end of the did, fucking he movie. Did, he did that whole, like, Tom Cruise in uh, Tropical Thunder <laughs> kind of thing, yeah. where you're just like, okay, or Matt Damon in uh, Deadpool 2. Or, you know, or, like, or Matt Damon in fucking uh, Eurotrip. <laughs> <laughs> this guy doesn't know. But, um, 
Scotty doesn't know. Oh my God, it's so funny because earlier this week, talking about Scotty doesn't know, I actually just put up a meme. I think it was yesterday. Um, and it was hilarious. I put it up and I got like a huge reaction. My, uh, but that's, my that, that's a, it's a killer it song, like, too. Kids today won't know that Scotty doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but man, I, I gotta say, I love, I love that song. It's a good song, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I got it on like at least two of my playlists. Uh, um, but uh, this was just a fun movie. If you want to get, you know, have a, have a, if you have a couple friends over, you're like, let's throw on something that we can laugh, have a good time, and just be cool people watching a good movie and not really think too deeply about stuff. This is that movie. This is just, it's so fun. It, 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 there's parts of it you're like, oh shit. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh, I see what they're making yeah. fun of yeah. here. And, and then there's parts where you're just like, this is just so fucking funny. You don't even know why you're like, but I'm just going to say this best product, fake product. One of the best fake products <laughs> of all time. Uh, literally, if I think I can do this really quick for okay. visual, if sure. anybody's watching it, there are a few people watching it. I'm going to take us off of the thing. I have the pit. Actually, you know what? I'm just going to add it a different way. But anyway, um, <laughs> there is a product that was in this movie that when they, um, when I, when they said the name of the product, I laughed so hard. It was <laughs> the one that made me laugh more than anything. And, no, I don't got it anymore. I actually deleted it. <laughs> Never mind. But it's got, got damn yeah. fried chicken. Yeah, I wanted it, some goddamn like, fried chicken too. I was like, God, God damn. damn fried chicken. And I was just like, I love that. God <laughs> damn fried chicken. Not G-O-T. Yeah. G-A-M-N. God like, damn. God damn fried chicken. It's it's like nail cigarettes or <laughs> you know, like. You know, it's like a product placement that's all over the movie, and you're just like, man, this is just hilarious. If it only were existed, because I, I would get some goddamn chicken. It, I, it is. It's called Gus's chicken. Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gus, oh. oh, dude. Oh, Gus's oh. fried chicken. Oh, you know, what? I wish oh. they really had a Brothers Hermanos or Hermanos. Uh, what was that called? The 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 chicken joint in Breaking Bad and. Oh, they got they got this new Hispanic. I'm not lying. Just down the road, me and my wife always joke about this. How like every time there's a new restaurant yeah. in Tulsa, it's either fried chicken or it's a Mexican restaurant. Yeah. They just opened a fried chicken Mexican <laughs> restaurant called uh, I think it's Polo Campius. It's okay, like uh, known yeah. in like Hon- uh, Honduras yeah. Yeah. and uh, and Guatemala and stuff yeah. like that. Some of the best fried chicken I ever. Yeah, yeah. It was to say Polo Hermanos, brother. Yeah, Hermanos and Gus's. Chicken, which is strange, but but, um, <laughs> but yeah. All right, well, let's get some quotes and we'll get to the uh, get to the reading scoring of this. Yeah, you ain't seen no Michael Jackson. No man, it was the same walk, same hair, same face, same voice. <laughs> man, I'm just saying, skid work just kills the plot every time. <laughs> All these. All these herbs and spices at discount prices at goddamn chicken. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Sorry. Trying to get it. I'm trying to get a couple dollars, honey, so I can get back in college. <laughs> you look like what you is, a hoe. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it always have to be black on black crime, man? <laughs> 
You sent a ghost to a pimp? <laughs> you paw you you passed on my beige bitch and went out and pulled a 50 cent? Are you Kevin Bacon? Like Hollow Man and shit? <laughs> I'm not so hard at that. <laughs> Doesn't that make your spider sense tingle? I thought that was funny because it was Jamie Foxx who oh, was in yeah, Spider-Man. Ain't no snow, but I can still ski in it. <laughs> this always happens to my girl, Nancy Drew. I'm using my gas money to pay for school supplies. <laughs> Me and Jesus ain't been right ever since I pimped that girl's Mary, man. <laughs> He gives Jim Jones a run for his money. You all lost the sauce. You ready for the climax? A pimp, a hoe, and a drug dealer walk into a bar. You a dime a dozen, just a regular O-ho. Mm -hmm. Maybe the next Fontaine won't be such a fucking pussy. <laughs> They think they have it all figured out, but they forgot. I'm a stone cold pimp, god damn it, and I pull tricks for a living. <laughs> Let's free some motherfucking clones. He's the reason I made a deal with the devil. Boys have to clip up and storm the castle. Hold up, hold up. Ain't that you, Tyrone? Tyrone, ain't that you? <laughs> uh, which That's it, man. My score in this is a 4.2. I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, man, easily, easily yeah. all day. I'm going to go higher. I'm going to go 4.3 because this is like so we will rewatchable to me. Take a I shot. could watch this probably seven times in a row Yeah, and uh, have a good time with this. I, movie. I, this I, want, I like, mean, like, yeah, I'll put this on again for sure. You know, it's just, mm -hmm. it's a fun. It's, it's a like one of those. It's just a fun movie, and it's to me, it's even more than fun. It's it's got ideas. It's got it's got something to say about you know this, but but to me, like uh, it's it's so good, and um, I I'm excited to talk about it even more when I ask you what the audience saw this movie. What's the audience score for the Quentin Room? Has to be eighty five, eighty five all day. Uh, a hundred percent. Uh, for people at home, you don't know, I uh, was taking a drink and I almost, <laughs> almost spit it out. Here's what, here's what the audience says. 100%? Yeah, yeah. Here's what the audience says. Smart, sophisticated, they call Tyrone is a fun, unique film that features excellent lasting and a terrific script. Now, what is the Big Bad Mean Critic score on they call Tyrone? Man, um... They they gotta love it too, man. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get it an eighty percent at least. Ninety four percent. Ninety four. Hell yeah. Yeah, Chris consensus is they coincide as provocative, clever sci fi with an exceptional cast. I'm gonna read a good bad review and a good review. Uh here is and they're not a whole lot of bad reviews, so they're kinda hard to find. So give me one second. Um but I wanna end in a good review because we loved it, you know. Uh but <clears throat> the bad review is this fucker from this fucker, uh, 
<laughs> this fucker. That's how you, how, how you start off right away. This fucker. <laughs> okay, this is from Owen Gleiberman of Variety. He says, simply put, the Quentin Run has a good setup, but the film is too sketchy and conceptual to work as a bad dream thriller. Yet it establishes Joel Taylor as a director of craft and a certain audacious nerve. So he talks shit, but he gave a compliment for it. So good for him. Uh, but let's talk to old Richard Roper. What did Richard Roper think of this? He says, I have no idea. He says, you get a 3.5 out of 4. He says, this is a film that has much to say about the systematic oppression of marginalized and exploited classes and the powers that be who will go to extreme measures to make sure that more things change, more things stay the same. Also, it's funny as hell. So, yeah, that's Richard Roper. And uh, we we agree with Richard. It's a great fucking movie. And you guys, this is, this is better than... I'm not saying Netflix puts out shitty fare, but they are not that discerning oftentimes. And this is something that I think sh- I, I would like to see this in theaters, honestly. But we saw it on Netflix. I sat on the couch. It's on Netflix. It's seriously, guys, seriously, um, get a chance. Go check this out. This is not, this is not a, a, a bad movie at any means. And if you don't like it, turn it off right away because you're not going to, if you don't like it in the first 10 minutes, you're not going to like it. Yeah, go fuck Period. yourself. Yeah, you know, I mean, and don't fuck yourself. People have different opinions, and it's okay that people have different opinions. Um, but seriously, uh, this is one of those movies you have to go check out. It, it is one of the best movies I have seen, or comedies I've seen in quite a while. Yeah, we. Don't, I mean, like, no hard feelings, pretty good. But this is this is the best car, best smart smart comedy I've seen. I you don't see a whole lot of sci-fi comedy, and this is this is a perfect blend of it. Of like three types of movies, and it's it's fantastic. It's it's creative. Is it fantastic? Are you fantastic? Yeah, I'm fantastic. Are are you ready are you to give off man? to get in the news and cry about the news? Uh, we'll cry for a second, but there's some good stuff out there, okay. bro. And not everything's bad. Not everything's bad. Yeah, you ready? Let let's let's do it. This is the movies that don't suck in something new. I'm going to read stuff. Chris is going to like it. And if he doesn't, I'll go to Kansas City and kick him in the head. Uh, don't do that. You know what's one thing I didn't talk about during the movie of Tyrone? What? Is that you have a clone. I do. Yeah, you guys, you don't know this. So I have an identical twin named Matt. And um, yeah, I'm sure you didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah, like, look, look, like, there he is. Look at that. Yeah, like, it's me. Yeah. It's like... How can you tell who's who? How can you tell? I think you can How tell. How can you tell? You get the skinny I know, person. I can tell. Yes. I, I can tell. <laughs> that, there we go. Younger. There you go. When you guys are younger. Mm-hmm. Look at that one. <laughs> that one God, you can I'm barely so, tell. So fucking I can hot still hot. tell. I can tell. <laughs> I can tell who's who in that one still. <laughs> well, here we are. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man. Dude, you had some good. Like, you know how long it took me to find pictures of you and your brother? <laughs> I went through both your Facebooks to find all those. And, dude, you had some... Kicking ass hairstyles back in the I know, day, I did. bro. I miss, I miss them. I, I, dude, I miss my hair so what much. What happened? I got bald. I, I, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, bald. It sucks, man. I had some. I had some really. I I look at pictures. I'm like, man, look at my hair in that. It looks so good. But <laughs> all right, let's talk about it. All right. Let's talk about it first. Let's get it done. Let's get it over. And the man that gave us things like tally Halley ho and heeny honey ho. The person that made the tequila song, one of the most popular songs to this day. The man 
the legend, the guy we did not give enough love to when he was on this earth, has passed away at the age of 70 after five years of a quiet uh, uh, fight with cancer. The one, the only, Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubens, has passed away at the age of 70. I do have, I do have, now, some, I do have a clip for him, just to make us happy. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Why don't you make me? Why don't you make me? Because I don't make monkeys. I just train them. I meant to do that. I want to see Francis. Francis is busy. Busy doing what? He's having his bath. Oh, really? Where are they hosing him down? Is this something you could share with the rest of us, Amazing Larry? Stolen. Why? What's the significance? I don't know! It's like you're unraveling a big cable knit sweater that someone keeps knitting and knitting and knitting and knitting and knitting and knitting and knitting. Let's go up and get some fresh air, all right? What for? Because it's hot in here. Hot? Who's hot? Feels just fine to me. I feel just perfect. In fact, I can't remember when I felt quite so cozy down here. Get your help. I don't need the police and I don't need you. I don't need anybody. Okay, that's, I got to think it over a little bit longer, but uh, like uh, the... <laughs> The T-Rex that I, I couldn't get it because it's on Instagram and I, I didn't do yeah. it where I could do everything. But the T-Rex that Pee Wee Herman went to in the movie mm -hmm. uh, has been repainted as Pee Wee Herman's suit mm. on it. Um, then I want to read something that I think is mm -hmm. – uh, and you guys got to understand this. I got a great story about Pee Wee Herman. Are okay. you sure? Yeah. You, it's not that I met him or anything like that, but this is hilarious. Uh, I just think it's one of the most hilarious stories in my entire existence on the planet Earth. Um, my mother one time invited an Amish family over to my house to uh, eat dinner, and we were going to watch a movie because Amish people usually don't watch TV or mm -hmm. movies and stuff. So she thought the most appropriate movie to show this family of Amish people was Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. <laughs> And when it got to the tequila dance, they were out. <laughs> they, were, they were just like, what the hell are we watching? Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's a memory that's stuck in my head, like, for years about my mom um, uh, making Amish people but watch you, TV. You and I, now, we, we love people who aren't growing up. Here like, is the like, You and I love people who aren't growing up. Yeah. Like, uh, my brother. I, I, I had the doll when I was yeah, a kid. I watched the my, show. I still watched... I used to watch the show like here and that, there, like before he passed away, even before like here and there, just I, put on an episode. My mom, yeah. when that thing happened of uh, Pugh Herman and they started, you know, the thing happened, my mom found me my brother's doll and hid it because she didn't want us to know about what Pugh Herman did. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, I, it's, it's very sad that he's gone. And uh, he was, he brought a lot of joy to a lot of people, you know, and, um, the biggest, one of the biggest um, supporters out there and a person that's really going to miss P, uh, Pee Wee Herman and Paul Rubens is uh, the great director who directed 
Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure, um, Tim Burton, who actually got his start because Paul Rubens chose him to be the director of Pee Wee Herman's Big Adventure. You can see Tim, Tim Burton stuff in there. Like, they do, they're like that's a Tim Burton thing Like all throughout that movie. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. And Tim Burton even said, shocked and saddened, Tim Burton wrote, I'll never forget how Paul helped me at the beginning of my career. I would never, this would never happen without his support. He was a great artist and I will miss him dearly. Yeah. And for Tim Burton to put something out there is fucking rare. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like the guys goes in hiding and you never know. (laughs) But uh, so to all the family, all the friends of Pee Wee Herman, um, much respect. Uh, He will be missed. And he brought us years of laughter and he's out there for everybody to go watch. Now let's get back into news news. Okay. Writers Guild is on strike still. And they're going back to the table uh, as of tomorrow, Friday. Uh, they're going to go back to the studios and they're going to hash it out. I guess. Gonna I, try hope, to I hope they figure going. something out. I do. I, I want. Yeah, because I'll... did you see what Peacock or or NBC did to <laughs> the, the, the guys? No, no, what happened? Like the people striking in Hollywood, they cut all the trees off the top. They cut the tops off of all the trees <laughs> where they're striking, so they had no shade. Oh my god! They literally did that. <sighs> And I was just like, what in the blue hell? Yeah. Um, but go ahead. Yeah. I mean, like, so we get the writer strike and the actor strike. So hopefully those, get, you know, done sort of the same time. So, uh, you can go back to business as usual. Cause I know we got some movies that we want to stay on schedule. <laughs> and, um, yeah, uh, dude, there's a lot of them. Yeah. I'm not even going to, I even skipped all the movies that got delayed yeah. this week. Yeah. Because there's a shit ton. Yeah. And yeah. I, I just don't want to bring them all up. Yeah. Because there's just a lot. Yeah. But a lot of them got pushed back to 2024 now. Oh, man. But <laughs> uh, the people who have donated over a million dollars or more so far to the Screen Actors Guild so far, here's the names. Here's here's the names. Yeah. We got George and Amel Clooney. Mm-hmm. We have um, Lucina and Matt Damon, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, Hugh Jackman, uh, Dwayne Johnson, Nicole Kidman, Jennifer Lopez, Ben Affleck, uh, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lovely, Julia Roberts, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Meryl Streep, and Oprah Winfrey have all donated money to the to keep them going. You'd be like, hey man, we're with you. Don't give it up. Yeah. Don't give it up. You know, get yeah, go. The force is with you, <laughs> and we all want them to. I, I want it all to work for everybody, man. Me too. I want it to be good. All right, man. Um, next, I am sorry for some reason my internet is going like super slow right now, so nothing is popping up. Uh, Bride of Frankenstein, uh, Bride of Frankenstein, Bride, Bride of Frankenstein, <laughs> a remake is going to reunite two Dark Knight co-stars. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. is going to be directing and starring is going to be none other than Patrick Bateman himself, Christian Bale. Interesting. That's. I mean, is it? Gonna yeah. Be, is it going to be a comedy? Or are they actually going to try to make something serious out of this? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> it's reportedly in development with Unite. I mean, it's it's Christian Bale. When has he done comedy? I mean, he can do it. I'm sure. <laughs> right. I'm sure. Like, what, what comedy has he ever done? I'm just saying he can so, do it. I'm not saying he has done it. <laughs> okay. 
According to the report, a Bride of Frankenstein remake is in the development at Netflix. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal will direct Christian Bell's set for the star, which will uh, reunite the two. The project has also starred Gyllenhaal's husband, Peter Skarsgård, who uh, is so uh, fresh off appearing in Matt Reeves' The Batman. Uh, and um, Oh, that's not Skarsgård. That's Saragod. Saragod? Skarsgård. Yeah, it's not Skarsgård. It's Skarsgård. Saragod. And um, I love Peter Sarsgaard too. Yeah, so I can't wait to see how that's gonna go. You know? Yeah. Hey, keep going. Make some again. Make remakes we haven't seen millions of years. Don't reboot things from last year that we have no idea what they are. <laughs> Hot Wheels the movie is now going to be an emotional story with complex characters. Head of Mattel Films declares J.J. Abrams will strive to make a Hot Wheels movie featuring real characters and go on an emotional journey. Uh, I mean, after Barbie, they have yeah. the money to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. Because yeah. Barbie's now like $780 million. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a monster. It's a juggernaut, that movie. It's so good, too. So. Everybody, because, yeah, and everybody, because of Barbie Heimer and stuff like that, certain movies are going directly to VOD. Uh, some of them are going to VOD already. Uh, one included is one that me and Chris missed that we, we really wanted to see, and maybe we'll, we'll review it coming up just because it's on VOD now, and that's Insidious 5 is already going to okay. be on VOD. Okay. Um, and it was only in the theater for like 20 days, and it's understandable. Everything got buried by Barbie Heimer. Yeah. Let's just be honest. Barbenheimer kind of buried. Let me everything. tell you something. I went to the movies Tuesday and Wednesday. I get I could see an early screening of Turtles movie, by the way. Um, but um, but yeah. I, I saw the Turtles movie already. So but um, so I go to the theater and my, my AMC next to me to do these, and the uh, parking lots were full both times. It was people seeing Barbie and Oppenheimer. It was those people. They filled the whole fucking parking lot. Oh, yeah. In fact, my next story, Barbie's box office in Weekend 2 was bigger <laughs> than most 2023 movies openings, period. It was bigger than Fast X, The Flash, and Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's it's crazy. That's the, What's crazy about that is that like, I, I think there are people out there that really want to see it. And then people out there they didn't want to see it, and then they heard how good it was, so they came back. You know, and like, it's, it's. I hope this brings people wanting to go to theater again. As much as I didn't like that parking lot filled being filled up, mm -hmm. my heart was full for people who were there to see a movie. You know, like, so, you know, it's it's good times for. Uh, Dude, it, it's it's fun. It's a fun movie. Like again, I went to the theater on Tuesday. I saw plenty of pink. <laughs> still, yeah, saw plenty of people. And the movie theater I went to, their AC broke, so I had to go to another one all the way, <laughs> way, way, and it's still, still packed. Yeah, yeah. And I, and the theater I went to, I've never seen that theater packed. Oh yeah, and that theater was packed yeah. still with Barbie people. <laughs> uh, Mike Hammer, the detective, uh, is the private investigator that was uh, created by Mickey uh, Spilling, Spillline, uh, is going to be developed by Skydance as um, now. Mike Hammer uh, was featured in novels, movies, TV shows, comics. More Mike Hammer is set to return to the big screen at Skydance has required the rights to franchise it and is planning to develop a movie based on the iconic character. Um, the novel I Journey, um, like, I mean, they're going to work on this after the strike. 
But numerous actors have played the detective over the years, including uh, Mickey uh, Spillane himself in uh, The Girl Hunters. Um, the actor who played uh, Mike Hammer most frequently was Stacey Keish, who starred in several TV movies, Murder Me, Murder You, More Than Murder, The Return of Mickey. So it's Mike Hammer, Mike Hammer, Murder Takes Al. <laughs> um, so like literally, again, this is what I've been asking for people to do. Bring us back characters that have been gone for a while. If you want to do reboots, if you want to do remakes, stop doing it of ones that we already know of. It was made in the last 20 years. Fuck off. Seriously, <laughs> go and find something well, older. Go bring that back. Well, I, I do think that, that that's interesting because they're probably bringing them back partially because we have these two great detective film series, Knives Out. And uh, the fucking Agatha Christie, uh, like Death of the Nile. Yeah, the, and I, I, a Haunting of Venice is coming out September. I cannot. I wait. can't wait for that. Dude. I, I really cannot wait for that one. That I, is one like, that I'm just like, you know, Murder on the Orient Express. I was sort of lukewarm on. I liked it. It's just fine. Death of the Nile. I really like that character. The and like now, I think that these movies are going to be classics because they're so fucking yeah. good. And I, if ever, uh, I mean, Knives Out series seriously is yeah. one. Of, I, I I I can watch that again right yeah, now. Yeah, it, yeah. Um, it, they're both they're both fantastic <laughs> series, and I think the reason they they want to bring detectives back, I'm all for it. They're always great. Uh, Bill Maher, mm-hmm. famous Bill- for politically incorrect, and yeah. his show also now on uh, HBO as well, uh, wants to make a second religiously too. Religious too, I, I guess. What what's he gonna be? Mm. I I liked religious I, just fine. Did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. It was a good investigation yeah. of of religion. Yeah, yeah. And um, oh gosh, where where did he, where's his quote? I know he had a quote. Where's the quote? I had a quote. There it is. I don't know who is doing PR for the church, but they're going to go rotten to hell. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, I don't even believe in hell, but this idiot to let me into the church doing a movie about religion. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, Zack Snyder teases a director's cut of Sucker Punch. I have my problems with Sucker Punch, just just the whole concept. But yeah, We okay. all have problems with the Sucker Punch. Let's just be honest. Let's be honest. It's, but it, he says there was a different ending where Baby was actually, uh, Baby Doll was actually lobotomized the whole time. Uh, that's not the problem I have yeah, with the that, ending. That, I don't. I have a problem with just the whole concept of yeah, it. Yeah, no, no. But that's what the ending would be. It'd okay. be a new ending because it's his the cut he wanted. Okay. Uh, are there more hey. more sexualized teenage girls in that too? <laughs> like in this director's cut? I don't know. I don't know. It's. Uh, I mean, it was what what it was what it was. It's it's what I got in the news. Bro. Okay. Not, there's not much out there. I don't know if you know this. There's a strike going. Oh, okay. Anyway. <laughs> But here's something we all didn't 100% know, but now we 100% know. Uh-huh. Uh, Wonder Woman is still Gal Gadot, period. Okay, There's so she's no staying. no one replacing her. They are working on a Wonder Woman 3. James Gunn has made it very clear that the only one that got replaced was Henry, and that was because Henry did not fit what he wanted for the Superman character, mm-hmm. that he was too old, that he was too mature of a character that he needed to go back to create the storyline he wants to create for Superman, which makes sense to so me. So we're going to act like Black Adam didn't exist. Is that what's going to happen? 
What? What we're movie? Ha- we're, we're, uh, exactly. We're like Black Adam didn't exist. <laughs> what movie? Yeah. What movie? What movie? I haven't even watched it again. I need to go watch it. Dr. Fate's in it. And it's like literally my favorite superhero, my favorite B superhero. Anyway, here, Chris, this you want to hear because I, I know you want to hear this. I, of course Netflix I has released dates for some movies coming out. Okay, I'm, I'm excited. And this one is the one, this is the one you really want uh-huh. to hear. Wes Anderson's new movie, The Wonderful Story of Henry Sugar, is coming out October 13th. I can't believe he, he just doesn't stop, does he? He just like, he goes. He doesn't. I swear. I swear. He just goes from one to the other. He just goes one to the other. I don't think he even. Um, then the uh, notable release uh, that month, that film, uh, there's a, a name. Emily Blunt, Chris Evans, Andy Garcia, Catherine O'Hara. That will be coming out October 27th. Are you cut out? What, David, what's that movie? Uh, Painkillers. Okay. And then David Fincher's movie with Michael Fessburn as the hitman Dude. that is getting all his Dude. Oscar talk already Dude. is coming out. Uh, the Killer is coming out November 10th. I cannot so, wait for David Fincher's new movie. You have yep. no clue. It's been a while, and I can't wait. <laughs> Uh, uh, VOD of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse comes out August 8th. So if you guys are have not seen that, definitely go check that one out. Oh, yeah, it for comes sure. Out. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to go through some. There's just only a couple more I have. Um, Scream 7 uh, will be directed by Happy Death Day's Christopher Landon. Oh, good, because I like those movies. That the movies are pretty good. Yeah, I love. I thought they were fun. The second one was kind of eh, yeah, but, but still it was fun. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a like Bloomhouse will put out a a batch of movies, and there's some that hit harder than others, and that's one that hit harder. I think it had. It was like mm-hmm. really cool. I had that happy death day, quite a bit. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I'm going through some of these that yeah. I pulled up, and I'm just like, eh, eh. I don't want to yeah, talk about yeah. that. Uh, Kingdom Come, which is one of my favorite comic books of all time, mm-hmm. was going to be an anime. If you don't know about that, it's when older Superman, uh, Superman's retired, and mm-hmm. then he comes back, and all these new, like, uh, Deadpool, Wolverine-like superheroes have taken over, mm-hmm. where they kill people and stuff like that. Comes back, and he's like, you can't do that anymore. Uh, they were going to make an animated movie about that, and now they've cut it. Can we talk really quick about, like, about Craven the Hunter? About who? Craven the Hunter. Craven the Hunter. Did you, see the, the did Hunter? you not see the Red Band trailer before talk to me? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did. It's one of the most violent things I've ever seen. It's amazing. <laughs> I, I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. I, 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 I wasn't excited about it until I saw the trailer, to be uh, honest. Well, so real quick about Blue Beetle. I didn't see the trailer for that until like a week ago. That's not a good sign. <laughs> Because it comes out like next like, to a couple weeks from now. Yeah, well, of course we're gonna have to see that because Blue Beetle is a big character. Yeah, but I, I, I'm feeling the movie won't be that good. We'll see. As George Lopez, how can it be bad? <laughs> um, <laughs> William William Defa went to uh, mortician school for poor things. It's not a normal film, he says. <laughs> <laughs> he went to mortician school. <laughs> He went to mortician school to prepare for poor things. Um, the movie tells the story of Bella Baxter, played by Stone, a young woman brought back from the dead, 
with a mismatched brain of body by scientist Dr. Goodwin Baxter, played by Defoe. Uh, following her reanimation, Stone's character runs off with Duncan Wilder, played by Ruffalo. Is that Mark Ruffalo? Yes, yeah. it's Mark Ruffalo. That sounds like, it sounds like so, something fucking fucked up Willem Dafoe would do. I love it. I love everything. And Mark Ruffalo's in it. Yeah. Hey, I love Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> oh, our favorite our favorite thing from Netflix is coming back. Are you ready for this? Yeah, of course. Rom-com interactive choose your own adventure oh. movie. Yeah. Netflix allows viewers to choose love on first Try um with for new interactive wrong com. Now um when does this come out? The, you know, Choose Love happening. is the name of the movie. Okay. Choose Love is the name of the movie. And uh Lauren Moran returns with a unique take on the rom com and the interactive special. She plays Cami Conway, a recording engineer with a steady boyfriend heading towards an engagement until she comes face to face with tempting choices in this choose your own romance adventure. The viewer will navigate through Cami's romances and ultimately choose your love. Now, my problem is this mm. when they film these, they never take them serious. Like the Undertaker one they did with the New Day and the Undertaker was so fucking cheesy. But did you like Bandersnatch? I mean, it's, it's you, cute. Did you like Bandersnatch though? Did you like Bandersnatch? Bandersnatch. Yeah, that was good. And yeah. the, uh, they had a Black Mirror one. Yeah, too. yeah, that was Bandersnatch. Is what I'm talking about. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one was good. I I watched uh, that. Uh, I'll spend an afternoon yeah. doing that. <laughs> um, the most one of the most famous duos. Is writing again together for a movie that we're all looking forward to. And no, it's not a sequel. Oh. It's an original movie. And that is the one and only Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright are going to be writing a new movie, working on their next movie together. Um, they're not talking about it. It's not going to be another sort of Cornetto film. And those movies were specifically genre riffs, which addressed the idea of collective versus the individual. Uh, there are certain kinds of theometric consequences between those three movies, which make them a trilogy. It's not the ice cream. It's a series of connecting details. So whatever. I'm down. I wonder if Nick Alex Frost will be back. I wonder if Nick Frost will come back. And I was, I mean, I wonder if you can do that. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I'll bet you're right. Uh, I'll see. The, I'll see anything else, honestly. Oh, um, Robert Kirkman. Um, mm -hmm. Once everybody know the Invincible movie is still on track, uh, and it'll be as soon as they get done with the writer strike, it'll be going. So the Invincible uh, animated show, based off the comic, mm -hmm. is. I mean, that show, that animated show. If you did not watch Invincible animated show, it was one of the most violent, I most funniest, I fucking. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I, uh, I still Amazon, watch it. Right? I watch it randomly. It's on Prime, right? Yes, on Amazon. Yep. Okay. One of our favorite actors of all times is number one on Netflix right now. Who is it? He's a guy that you love because he said, I will punch you in the dick hole. Oh, John Cena. <laughs> John Cena and Jackie Chan's movie, uh, Hidden... Oh, gosh dang it. My Again, my for some reason, my... Yeah. Hidden Strike is number one spot on Netflix yeah, right I, now. I, is that a what is that a Chinese film and John Chi? I I I might watch it. <laughs> I, I saw the trailer. I watched the trailer. It's kind of like they're. I don't know, man. I don't know way to explain it. It's Jackie Chan and John Cena. What, yeah, yeah. what more do you want? Jackie Chan. Just so you guys know, Jackie Chan is the voice of Splinter in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But last but not least, are you ready? Mm -hmm. You pulling up? 
<laughs> I'm making no, I'm making sure I'm reading it right. Okay. I want to make sure I give you the right information because giving you different information, that's not the right information. Yeah, that's right. The movie we are about to review is A24's second highest debut film in their entire history of A24. Can I guess what the first highest was? Yeah, I'm. you'll get it right off the bat. Midsummer, yeah, right? I know. Go for it. Midsummer? No. What was it? Midsummer's third. Uh, it's not really. Hold on. Is it both phrase not it? Uh, is, is it come on? Come on. It's like one of the most popular horror movies in the last ten Is it years. hereditary? It's hereditary. Okay, all right, all right, all right, fine. Heredit yeah. Hereditary <laughs> is number one. Number two in A24's uh sequences. Now the movie we're about to review called Talk to Me, and that's the news. Oh sorry, wrong one. <laughs> I got, I got, yeah. That was the movies that don't suck and something news. Now let's talk about the biggest horror movie in years. Talk to me. All right. Talk to me. Directed by Danny Philippou and Michael Philippou. You guys might know them from like YouTube stuff they've done. They do a lot of YouTube stuff. This is our first big movie. Uh, I saw tons of YouTube videos because they documented their whole thing. Like, Hey, going to Sundance and the Who Bought It and stuff. That was really cool videos. Did that. It's written by Danny Philippu, Bill Hinsman, and Daley Pearson. This stars uh, in the lead Sophie Wilde as she plays Mia. Dude, sorry, you almost squished my trifle. I said so. Also, uh, this stars Joe Bird as Riley, uh, Alexander Jensen as Jade, Randa Otto as Sue, uh, Marcus Johnson plays Max, and this also has. Zoe Tariqs, they play Haley. Cannot go for more than 90 seconds. Am I clear? Also, uh, in there's a bunch of other people. Uh, Ari McCarthy shows up in This Is Cold and Hammer Shows is Tyson. Uh, why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this one? Uh, 20 bucks. I don't have $20. I can do it though. Uh, yeah, go ahead and just cash app that. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> when a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an, an embalmed hand, they become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far and opens the door to the spirit world, forcing them to choose who to trust, the dead or the living. That's a good explanation. That's one of the best explanations for a film I ever had. This movie is fucking killer. I fucking love talking to me. This movie. All right. One of the stories I didn't read about. <laughs> you die? No, I just noticed all the, the like when I. Oh, yeah. yeah, bounced yeah. My, my camera moved a little bit. <laughs> nice. Anyway, I got to tighten that. Anyway. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, this is probably one of my favorite horror movies we've watched ever. Since Barbarian. Since Barbarian. Like, like, uh, not... It's original? Yeah, it's original, but it's also... Original. Okay, it's it's not it's not original in 100% concept. It's, you know, live people talking to dead mm -hmm. people, live people, dead people crossing over. Yeah, yeah. It's not that. It's not, it's not super original, but how they get there is original. And this is like... How do I not ruin this movie? Um, I'll tell you one thing though. This is my. This is by far the the best horror film of twenty twenty three. I can't see anyone beating this. It was fucking scary. It was disturbing. It was. It also has 
that has a lot to say about just about society now. You know, like yeah. there, there's an underlying message. And just like, um, just like the previous one we talked about, talk to me is fucking. I'm so glad that like, you put that fact up about the directors there a chance to direct the DCEU film. I'm glad they didn't talk to me instead, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because to be honest, this movie is what horror movies are supposed to be. Mm-hmm. 100%. It was fun. It made you question reality. Yeah. It like it um it scared you at points. Um there are a couple jump scares, but it wasn't it wasn't that's not what they It wasn't the conjuring in that. Yeah. You know, that's not what they base their scaring parts yeah. on. They didn't be like, oh, jump scares is going to make it happen. No, these all were the time. F- the, everything was effective and every all the acting in it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And it was just it was believable. Yeah. And I don't mean I don't mean like you know, like I now believe in all of that and all this and stuff like that. But it was a believable situation. It was not like, um, you know, what, it, it was just you know, it kind of reminded me. Of, it kind of reminded me of, of it follows. You know, like yeah, kind of like it follows, but done better. Yeah, well, I I, I like both of those movies. No, no, <laughs> but, I like it follows. Yeah, yeah. I like it follows, but this movie is on a level. Yeah, like, it's on a level for this, sure. This is this is next level like they they found something here they mm-hmm. did something i can't wait to see what these people make next dude like like yeah yeah like, danny and michael yeah i i mean i i even tagged them on this to see if they would jump in and talk to us for a minute but uh dude uh they did not yeah, of course they're, they're basically talking to a giant director giant studios about the next movie they're making because this week it needs the attention because it is a fantastic horror film. I fucking love this thing. Like I walked out of it. Now I took a piss and I was like, "Oh my I god!" I think it was like uh, a week or two ago. I was kind of like, you know, I'm kind of done with a twenty four. I'm kind of getting to the point. What was it? It was that comedy I saw. Uh, yeah. uh, the comedy on Peacock. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can't about. remember. Yeah. Why aren't you laughing yeah, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that? Is what it's called. Yeah. Where I was kind of like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it had spots that were kind of <laughs> funny, and, and and nothing against everybody that created that, but you know, you guys all gave it your shot, okay? Yeah. Um, but that was just like, but this movie, I'm just like, yeah, motherfuckers, just keep doing it, yeah, just keep, keep doing, doing it. it for the rest. Of- this is, and it, the one of the things I really liked about this one is that you know, H25, they put out movies that uh, straddle horror, like men, you know. But this one is a horror film that falls hard into the horror category. Um, you know, it's it's frightening for sure. It's definitely frightening. There are points where you're, like, freaked out. Uh, I don't do this a lot, but there are parts when I was holding my hands over my mouth, like, like, like I can't believe that just oh, fucking happened. what the hell's going yeah. on? Uh, uh, Wea was looking through her hands. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and so was my uh, friend Bobby. He, he gets scared in the movies. Uh, he'll jump and, like, shit like that. And they were both watching their hands, and I was just like, I can't believe that happened sort of thing. Like, I don't do that a lot. And this movie, do that, like, three or four times. Because it, it, the, the places they go, you're like, they're not going to go there. They can't go there. And they fucking did. You know, like that's how I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's the whole the whole movie itself was just like it was a real like I it just went so fast. Yeah, it went so fast. I don't I I don't even know how long this movie was because I didn't look at a phone once. I didn't. Yeah, an hour thirty minutes. This is a perfect fucking thirty five minutes. Yeah, it is a perfect horror movie. It has 
ups, downs. It's kind of realistic if you believe in this and that or whatever. And the other thing is that it has jump scares, it has regular scares, it has you stuff that makes you think about, okay. And then the whole thing is like you question the reality of everyone in there. You question, is the dead people telling the truth? Like, as I explained, is the living people telling the truth? Is like, it's so it's like a murder, mystery, horror, fucky movie. Like, I don't know what to say. And uh, honestly, I don't see this not making my top five this year. Like, 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 yeah, like, it, it, it I, well, at least in my top 10, yeah, because to be honest, there's been some really good movies <laughs> in, in the last couple of weeks. I, I don't see, I don't see what can knock Barbie off of number one. Right oh, now. dude, I'm trying yeah. to figure that. In fact, the thing I didn't add to my news segment earlier mm-hmm. about Barbie, uh, was one of my favorite quotes, and that was from Mark Marin. Oh yeah, yeah, I and saw you that. See this, I did see that. Where he just dived into anybody's like, you have a problem with this movie, dude? Yeah. That, that, maybe you need to look in your own pants. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I love, I love Mark Maron. Yeah, yeah, uh, the Godfather of podcasting. That's why we all exist, guys. Godfather. Yeah, um, yeah the Podfather, uh, Mark Maron. Um, but anyway, this movie was just the horror was great. The acting was good. The um people the the suspense the emotional parts in it the emotional uh, parts of it like there were parts that are very real where they talk about suicide where they talk about uh you know, they talk about uh abuse drug abuse they talk about all these things that and they 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 wrap it up in this fucking horrible or horrifying thing and it they they throw it at you and you're in there. You can't, and it's a web, you can't get out of it the best way possible. It's, it's so, and it's scary. You guys, like, like if you're a person who gets freaked out easy, this might give you nightmares because it's a terrifying movie. Uh, the, I got, I, I subscribed to Fangoria and the newest Fangoria issue, the for cover stories, talk to me. <laughs> yeah. 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 I love Fangoria. Yeah, I haven't read that magazine years i used to i used to have a script i have a description and this in like four year because it's now quarterly because you know i guess print doesn't sell anymore but um but i get sent to me and uh yeah the cover story is on talk to me and uh you can't you better believe like, when i got home last night i put i went straight to that story to read about because when i went saw i wanted to know as little about as possible you know and now i'm, I'm now i'm caught up <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, guys, it's seriously, if you like horror of any kind, if you like a suspenseful thriller, it's gonna, it, it's, it's hard, hard. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's, there's some gore, there's some stuff, but the thing is the gore wasn't there because they could put gore in. No, no, no. It was necessity for what the scene was. Yeah. There were a lot of practical and effects. It, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like, Oh, we're going to rip a heart out and yeah. throw it on the ground. Yeah. And, this is not you know, evil dead no, rise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This ain't this ain't like that. It, it was the gore was necessary to the story mm-hmm. that, that they said they talked about. Yeah, and it's for a lot of practical effects. It was shot beautifully, and it it also it has a few things that are always great with horror films, which is always teenagers doing stupid shit. Like like so, it has that part of it, which is kind of tropey, but the part that it works. You know what I mean? And um, that the We're that open, uh, Barbara. Barbara, they're coming. No, yeah. I, I love that opening scene too. That opening scene got me right in. Uh, the, the you know, yeah. I was like, oh, I, I remember going, holy fuck! Like, like this movie has 
so many things going for it. I just, I loved it. I loved it. Yeah, it was one of those movies that, that literally it was just, it was fun. I liked it. Let's get some quotes. And, All right, uh, let's do it. Get, get our ratings on this, right. Milfo. Are you serious? Put your fucking phones away. I like that they started that off right at the beginning because I was like, I feel like they were saying that to the movie people. <laughs> yeah, people I thought so too. I thought the same way. Do you think they give you cancer like right away? Daniel, Daniel's coming too. If he's da- Daniel's coming too. If he's touching my coochie, <laughs> light a candle to open. Light a candle to open the door. Blow it out to close it. I have this dream where I look in the mirror and I don't exist. Talk to me. Gosh dang man, I cannot read some of this. Well, I'm, 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 I already figured out my next next year's birthday party. We're just playing this game. We're just lighting the candle on that hand like that. No, no, we're not. <laughs> you were sucking my feet. You had my foot in your mouth. <laughs> I never wanted to leave you. You shouldn't have released the video. I wish you didn't force yourself into my family. They're hurting him, and they're never going to stop. I hope you find some peace, and I no longer, I'm no longer in pain. Kill him. It's the only way. I know how to save him now. Why don't you touch me? And please, please don't leave me. I, I, the other things on there, but they were giving away key parts. That's yeah. why I had to read some of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's your score in this? Ah, oh, dude, four point six. Yeah, I don't know. This is like one of the best yeah. horror movies I've seen in a long fucking time. Yeah, four point six. This is a horror movie that I was just like, damn. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Four point six. This is a movie that really affected me in a ways that I didn't expect it to. So yeah, uh, we both love this movie. Go out and see it. I I, I think it will. I think it's in a billboard mouth. I think next week it'll be a bit higher than it was this week. Honestly. Yeah, I think it's one of those movies where people are going to talk about it go over it with people and be like, hey, dude, you got to go see this movie if you like a good horror movie. Oh, and to be honest, seriously, Talk To Me is fucking legit. Talk to us about Talk Let's To Me. We'll tell you to see it. <laughs> um, uh, all right, man. I'm on RentTomatoes.com. What's the audience score for Talk To Me? Has to be at least 80%. 82%. Damn. Yeah, audience, audience says... Talk to me as a fright-filled, fast-paced, and often unpredictable story that will keep you on the edge of your seat from start to finish. Okay. What is the critic score for Talk to Me? God, I hate critic scores because okay. I just never know which way yeah. they're going. I never know which way they're going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 87%. Uh, certified Fresh at 95%. Oh, yeah. shit. With a gripping story and impressive practical effects, Talk to Me spins a terrifically creepy 21st century horror yarn Built on classes, on classic foundations, so I'm gonna read a good review and a bad review. I'll start with the bad review first because we love this movie. I want I want to end on a high note for that. Uh, sorry, I gotta pull it up because there's not a whole lot of bad reviews on this one. Believe it or not. Okay, this is uh, from David Nasser of Real Film Reviews. He's full of shit. He goes, a complete misfire that does in the end take itself away way too seriously. You get a point five out of four. What a fucking idiot. 
And this is a... <laughs> Why? Sorry. Why? Hey, dude, okay. some people are just not going to like what you like, okay. all right? And like, this... okay, let's be honest, okay? Come on. This is the guy who doesn't like Heath Ledger Joker. Okay. All right, come on. All right. And come this on. is from Kevin A. Ranson from MovieCrypt.com. Uh, I, I go with MovieCrypt. Uh, he goes, Taylor made to become a cult classic, a script that gets under your skin as, as much as in your face, during horror promised while fulfilling the needs of the story. Possibilities will be rent free in viewers' heads after the credits roll. And he had a perfect score. Uh, this is a horror film, almost perfect horror film, almost perfect. I mean, I can't I can't talk highly enough about this movie. So yeah, it's one of those films that like. It, it, it like as soon as it comes out on anything, I'll be like, if that pops up on like we're going through Hulu at a house and we're just chilling, I'm just gonna be like, yeah, dude, pop that on. Yeah, you've not yeah, seen Talking Fucking. You're watching that now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you haven't seen Tyrone's a clone. Pop that on. <laughs> Tyrone, yeah. What movie are you in? Horror comedy? What do you want? Yeah, because we got all. We got all. <laughs> all right. Uh, are you good? Uh, you guys can find us online. We don't suck net. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash we don't podcast. Right. W two M net. Dot com. That's the W number two Amazon movies net.com. You'll find uh, our podcast along with a bunch of others. Neil's distracting me with fixing his camera. Um, <laughs> you can find us uh, uh, at X or Twitter, now X, I guess, MTS podcast. We're on Twitter, uh, Instagram, MTS podcast. We're also on Patreon, Patreon sponsors. You don't suck. You'll find our podcast there. Or no, you'll find us there. You guys want to serve us two or three dollars so Neil can get a value menu, you know, Neil? You do, you do that? I, I like dollar hamburgers. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, also, uh, go to Bonfire Concerts, our movies on Suck and Sin and You. You'll find shirts, buy shirts from us. Uh, we, uh, I, we have a couple, and we know a few people who know a few people who own them too, right? <laughs> yes, know. We got a bunch. We got the Survive Barbie Hammer. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got uh, Daddy Likey, Hercules and Blow shirts. We have so many different t shirts. We had t shirts with our face on it. Me and you. With our faces on them that people still wear around yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. You know how weird it is yeah. to see my face on people's shirts? That's fucking weird. Uh, also, uh, if you guys want to send us an old-fashioned email, it's uh, info.moviesonsuck.net or moviesonsuckpodcast at gmail.com. And wherever you find podcasts, you can find movies, you'll find movies that don't suck and something to do. Neil, what do we do for small businesses? I don't, do we do something? For small oh, businesses? yeah. We, we advertise them for free. <laughs> I... I <laughs> I, I can't remember what I was talking about. I'm sorry. Um, are we talking about hookers and blow? We are. We are um, yeah, yeah. All right. So if you got a business, let us know. Inform us. Let us know. We'll be more than happy to uh, advertise your business free of charge. Just give us that information. Um, you know, like next week, we'll probably advertise bleacher bums because a friend of mine owns that bar and it's there a good go. bar and it's <laughs> nice people. You know, like we love advertising your shit for free. You don't have to do shit for us. Just send us the info and we want to send it to our thousands of listeners, our millions of followers just for you so you can get more business because we want to support local. And Always so support local. We, we love the local and we love everyone who listens to the podcast and people who don't like my wife. I love my wife. She doesn't listen to this. So... All right, uh, you good? Uh, you good? All right, I guess I am. Yeah, it's, it's hard to. Sometimes I just want to talk to you <laughs> for hours. Talk to me. That's another issue of. <laughs> Sorry, started over. Okay, okay. <laughs> and going, All right, here we go. going out. That's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Some Do. My name's Neil, and I'm Chris. 
And remember, guys, no matter how many times you see, if you go to Walmart and you see your friend more than three times, maybe they got cloned. So talk to me about what you're going to do about that. Have a good night.